0: Welcome to tonight's episode of Prospects After Dark. It is Monday, April 23rd. Uh, We have a lot of developments. We have an amazing start by Austin Gomber to talk about. We have uh, Cardinals winning a couple. We have the Cincinnati Reds looking pretty terrible. Uh, Let's see, we've got Barilli saying, What's up? Hello, not Barilli. Welcome to the little program this evening. Uh, We've got the Springfield Cardinal game on right over here, hoping for the best. Uh, Let's see... Uh, Oh, yellow. So I'm wearing my Jurassic Park hoodie. Just threw it on. I don't have a shirt on underneath it. I took a weird little nap here a little while ago, and I'm trying to get my shit together. Uh, So there's a couple things we need to go over real fast. I am on call at work. So at any moment, we might have to shut this thing down, and I might have to leave the little broadcast uh, to go into work. Very small chance it happens. Uh, but I I think we're fine. The second thing is uh, and we teased it earlier. Oh somebody said oh hey Tara nice to see you So the other thing we teased earlier uh, We might as well get to it is one of my guys at work. I work with Hoosiers again. I'm a construction worker a glorified construction worker I'm a foreman of a concrete crew uh, My guys are Hoosiers and like the fanciest way you could ever imagine and one of my guys made me moonshine Now this is homemade moonshine and let me tell you a little story about this color uh, It was Apple juice color. He, he cut the moonshine with apple juice, and it turned it into this pink over time. This is some real stuff. We're going to open it for the first time if nature will allow it, uh, which nature doesn't want to allow it. Kyle Stunt Double at last night's game. That's right. Somebody, uh, 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 uh my boy there, mentioned that there was a guy. Hold on. We're going to pour this into a glass. Again, we're going to pour this into a glass. we got to take it easy tonight because there's a chance. Look at that. Jesus. Because there's a chance. <laughs> There's a chance that I might get called into work, so we got to take it kind of easy. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Ryan Shull says we're on episode 14. I think, actually, Ryan, we're on episode 15, believe it or not. Uh, I think we missed an episode in there. Uh, let's see. Let's pop open the Moonshine, as Cardinal Gift says. Now, you people are allowed to drink whatever you want. Uh, drink your non-alcoholic beverages. We, we encourage that. Uh, we encourage adult beverages. We encourage um, any, anything you want. I'm drinking Moonshine tonight. Normally, it's bourbon, bourbon. Uh, uh, Gifts likes those mules, he's a big fan of the mules, so drink uh, whatever you like. Again, and, and we're here to talk about everything in the Cardinals world. There's plenty to talk about tonight. Uh, again, we can talk about Wayno the DL, we can talk about the bullpen, It's Shirley Temple from Moe's Algorithms. Mo's, it was a pleasure meeting you this weekend. Uh, we can talk about the UCB weekend, which I thought was fantastic. It was a pleasure to meet the uh, the people who were there. Hi, Kyle. Uh, oh, it's final week. Uh, so for all of our uh, people who are going through finals this week, good luck. We wish you, we wish you nothing but the best. Gifts has his copper mug. He's going to do a little muling. Uh, Ryan Shule asked how UCB weekend was. Well, Ryan, it is uh, it is an incredible experience that uh, that I feel so fortunate to take part in. Without just talking about the bloggers, or getting to meet, or getting to have a Q and A with Mo and build with Third, and talking to the guy who runs the uh, the. Culinary arts at, at Bush Stadium, getting to hang out with meet STL Cup of Joe on Friday night, getting to meet Tara uh, Wellman on Friday night and or on Saturday night I meet mean, uh, for dinner, and then in order and then uh, watching the game with Tara and Zach on Sunday was, was a blast. Getting to Periscope with them, bringing Zach in, screwing around with Zach, uh, messing around with the difference between gifs and gifs was a lot of fun. Uh, I can't tell you how much fun the entire. Weekend is. And again, Daniel Shaptaw, C70, uh, the fact that he orchestrates it kind of gets blown under the carpet. Uh, it is a tremendous honor to take part in it. And I hope the new people, this is my second time, I hope they really got to enjoy it. Uh, meeting Moe's uh, better have been your best memory. It was a pleasure to meet Mo's. Uh What's the download on the pitching lab? Oh, what's the download? On the pitching lab for the Cardinals. Well, you know, they didn't really get into very much information, uh, but the idea is that they're building their own version, and again, the tremendous nerdy question from the lovely and talented Zach Gifford. Uh, He asked the question, and Mo releases the information. It's the first time I've heard them say anything about designing a pitching lab along the lines of Driveline. Uh, That's big news, and uh, Zach got it just from asking the question. Uh, politely slam the retweet button. Uh, carp, uh Cards Gif says, I almost called him Carp. I'm not quite in the right mind frame for this. I gotta take a drink. <laughs> that is not playing around. Uh, what's worse, the Cincinnati Reds are the Iowa Cubs. So today, Austin Gomber pitched eight innings of 16 strikeout and six hit baseball against the Iowa Cubs. And I have to tell you that Iowa Cubs team is the worst minor league lineup I've ever seen Now, I said that the Cardinals had a really bad AAA team a couple years back. I'm not even going to try to recite that. I don't remember. I blocked it out of my head. But the Iowa Cubs are about as bad as it gets. And when you listen to the Iowa Cubs broadcast, they're trying to sell it to the fans like this is a good team. Uh, They're just not doing well right now. And they are bad. Uh, I. Yo, Kyle, I made it. What's up, Minmo Cards? Thanks for playing. Reds are beating down the Braves. It's funny how that works, right? Uh, the Cardinals beat down the Reds, and then the Reds went to Milwaukee and beat Milwaukee 9-0 or something crazy like that. They beat down the Reds again, and they go to Atlanta and beat down the Braves. Uh, Cubs' cabinet is empty, as DeGuard says. Yeah, the Cubs don't really have a whole lot to uh, to replenish their system. Gomber project as a starter or reliever. Uh, Ryan, nice to see you. Thanks for joining us for me, and uh, I'm going to refer to I'm going to refer you to STL Cup of Joe's thoughts on Gomber because we have the same, and I'm really just cherry picking what I believe, and uh, using someone else as a, the scapegoat. But uh, for me, I think we all view Austin Gomber as a starting pitcher. Now, sure, he might have a long-term stability or sustainability rather in the bullpen, but I think that his his arsenal in particular would play well uh, in, in a starting rotation. His breaking pitch, his curve was dynamite today. His fastball was dynamite. He was using his changeup a little bit more today, and I think that was part of the reason why he was as effective as he was. He was painting the corners, got into some trouble late in the 7th, and then got into some trouble in the 8th and worked himself out of it. Uh, He has the intangibles to be a starting pitcher. He has the drive and the bulldog attitude to be a starting pitcher, Uh, but he could definitely be a beautiful piece out of the bullpen. Uh, lefty in the rotation would be cool. I, that's not something I particularly care about. I want your five best pitchers regardless of what handed they are. Uh, but, yeah, it would be cool. Uh, DeGarge, which Memphis outfielder will be in St. Louis next? Well, you know, the one guy in Memphis that's kind of gone unnoticed or unheralded while everyone else is raking is Oscar Mercado. And Oscar's on the 40-man. You know, uh, the thing that helped, that hurts Oscar is that he's a pure center fielder. He can play the corners, but you want him in the center if you're going to call him up, and there's a little bit of a clog there because if the Cardinals are going to call up a center fielder, they already have Harrison Bader, and Harrison Bader would take the majority of any type of sub at-bats first. So if I had my my guess, I would say Oscar Mercado, and he offers you something very unique on the bench, something that uh, Harrison Bader offers you as well. Uh, but then you wouldn't have to worry, like you wouldn't have to worry so much about your Harrison Bader usage as the fourth outfielder. Are you saying Scruggs and Jacob Wilson were bad or something, bro? <laughs> yeah, Graham. Hey, Graham. It's nice to see you, buddy. Uh, better American Idol, Carrie Underwood or Austin Gomber? Uh, I got to tell you, I've got a huge crush on that Carrie Underwood, uh, but I'll say Austin Gomber because I have a huge man crush on Austin Gomber. My man crush for Austin Gomber outweighs my love crush on Carrie Underwood. Uh, what have you seen out of Jonathan Machado recently? Uh, somebody says a Rosa Spade Reina because uh, he's so fast. Uh, hold on. I'm going to write that down about Machado. We'll get back to that. Um, does Max Schrock crack the Major League roster before September? Uh, no. I'll say no. I, th- I think Max Schrock is going to regress a little bit to the norm. Um, let me write down Machado real fast. I, I want to get to Machado, but it- it's one of those like heavy things that we need to talk about. Uh, do I like, am I liking Piscotti's hot streak right now? Yeah, I'm happy for him. Good for him. Uh, I'm, I'm jumping way ahead. So Schrock, I think that you'll see a little regression. Uh, as I'm watching that game today, it, it dawns on me that every time I've watched Max Schrock take a swing at anything on the inside half of a plate, he's made contact with it. I haven't seen that quick bat, that barrel drop of his miss a pitch on the inside when he's taken a swing at it yet. That's really impressive. Uh, that being said, you know, he still swings it too much. It... His contact tool almost hurts him because he's so good at making contact with everything. i got to get a drink of water. This moonshine is not joking. Don't worry, I'll chase it with the moonshine. Holy cow. Uh, I am drinking... Pipe cleaner would be a nice change of pace compared to this moonshine. I can't tell you how strong this is. You could declog a carburetor if that's even possible with this moonshine. Uh, which member of Memphis Rotation has a stop that does not uh, ask me the question about Memphis again? Normally, this is where I go to uh, Cardinals GIFs. He's writing them down on the Twitter tweets. Dakota Hudson sure gets a lot of fly balls. That's right, Graham. Yeah, he's a pure ground ball strikeout. Well, his strikeout rate's starting to go up, too. He almost has a K per inning over his last three starts. That's a very important thing, but he's definitely a ground ball pitcher. It's nice to see him uh, readjusting and acclimating. Taking a step back. Let's talk about Jonathan Machado. Now, for those of you who don't know who Jonathan Machado is, he's an 18-slash-19-year-old outfielder, built like Magnura Sierra, with similar skills as Magnura Sierra. Uh, not as good of a center fielder, but a better contact tool, who got an advanced promotion to Peoria. Well, the thing about Jonathan Machado is he's not very good right now. Uh, it's a little too aggressive of a promotion to be at Peoria for him. And that's not to, uh, that's not to like disparage what he's doing. He's just He's making contact. He's not striking out, like, a ton. He's not striking out a level where you think, oh, this is going to be a problem. But with that being said, the level is just too much for him. Like, it's not like Dylan Carlson where you could see him holding his own. It just, it's not, it's, Peoria is too much for Jonathan Machado right now. And sure, he might end up getting to the level eventually, but he just isn't there yet. Uh, The hell does, Rebby Grill says, the hell does 18, 19-year-old mean? Well, so, he started when he entered the year when it became January 21st. Uh, January f- 21st. When it became January 1st, he was 18, and I think he's 19 now. So he's either 18 or 19. Uh, I-, I think he's 19. I'm pretty sure he's 19. Um, anyways, that's what that means. Uh, tips. Uh, f- <laughs> are there any tips for beating not Beryllian fantasy? I can't tell those. So we're going to have to go to the DM, uh Midmo Cardinals asked which member of Memphis' rotation has a stuff that does not stay starter if they make the majors. Uh, man, in the Memphis rotation, I guess Dakota Hudson is probably the easy answer there. You know, he he gets a lot of ground balls. Uh that that's kind of a cop out. I think, by and large, Daniel Ponce de Leon's best role is out of the bullpen. Now, especially that his K numbers are starting to go up a little bit, it's been an interesting adjustment. He also has a funky delivery that keeps people off balance. I could see him being really useful in a one or two-inning situation. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Forever Card says, uh, he's drinking H2O tonight. Uh, Ryan uh, Margold says, poor Miguel Sokolovic. Indeed. Uh, Let's see. The next question is, how is Carson Kelly doing so far? Not really asked. Carson's really struggled. Uh, We mentioned that he's starting to get... Last periscope, or the periscope before that, we mentioned that Carson's starting to look more like Carson behind the the plate. That's a step in the right direction. It seems like he's trying to be an all-fields hitter. Maybe he's trying to stroke it to right field a little too much. Uh, But right now, the offensive... Production hasn't been where you wanted it to be, which is in stark contrast of our boy Andrew Kisner, who is hammering the baseball. A lot of singles, not a whole lot of slug. I think he has uh, five doubles and one home run, uh, Kisner does. But he's batting like 416 and he leads the Texas League in hitting. And like I said, then you juxtapose that with Carson Kelly, and it's like two completely different hitters. Uh, yo, how's Bofa? I don't know what that means. Uh, Kyle, did you answer my question already? Just joining. Cardinals rants, I have not. We'll get to it. Uh, let's see. Is Carson Kelly just sad, depressed right now? You know, Grandma. I don't know. I don't think so. I think... I think he's down there, and I think he's working on his... uh, Sorry, Zach, I missed your question. I think he's down there in Memphis, and I think he's working on his approach. I think at the beginning of the season with Carson Kelly, we shouldn't invest so much in what the numbers look like, uh, as he's trying to re-engineer his swing to make it more Major League ready. Uh, Let's see. uh, Mo says, at this point, what does it matter what Kelly's doing? Yachty's doing Yachty stuff, and that's a solid point, because this is... I feel like this is the best I've ever seen Yachty at the plate, even... Even in his 20 home run season, he just looks so zoned in and he looks like he's having fun. And uh, uh, that's good. Somebody asked, how's Delvin Perez doing? Delvin is at extended spring training. Uh, there aren't a whole lot of reports coming out. I know the Cardinals aren't disappointed with what he's doing, uh, but he isn't playing full season ball. So he's at uh, Palm Beach with the extended spring club. Uh, Margold says, yeah, he's raking. Uh, you're right. Uh K. Clab97 says Kisner is a better option above Kelly, anyways. Now, that could very well be true. Uh, I'm not going to argue against it, especially because I'm an Andrew Kisner homer. What I will say is Carson Kelly suffers from a little bit of prospect fatigue and was mishandled by the Cardinals last year, and I think that that sways exactly how we view Carson Kelly in the whole. Are you concerned at all about Hicks and lack of strikeouts? Uh, people are all starting to take notice. I'm not concerned by it. Uh, Especially because he's still getting ground balls, right? In the minor leagues, he was never a really big strikeout guy. This is just kind of like in line with what he did in the minor leagues. And this is also the danger, the one small danger with calling up a guy who still needs to work on his changeup, his fastball command, and his slider command. We've seen how nasty the fastball and the slider can be. Uh, But imagine if he had a changeup to throw those bats off. You know, people talk about Araldis Chapman, and I've heard a lot of people speculate that Jordan Hicks he shows the ball too early, or uh, you know, as Zach Gifford likes to bring up the the lack of spin rate on his fastball. For me, I think it's a I think it's a control issue, and I think what separates him from Araldis Chapman is every once in a while Araldis drops out an 85 mile an hour changeup uh, with perfect location, and that's just not something Hicks does yet. I'm not concerned about the lack of strikeouts because he's still producing. But if it gets to be the point where the lack of strikeouts are hurting his production, then yeah, I'll be concerned. Uh, let's see. Uh, blah, blah, blah Is Randy still impressing at Memphis? Yeah, our boy Randy Rosarena is playing pretty damn dynamite at Memphis. His strikeout rate is a little high. Uh, they've kind of moved him from the leadoff spot to back hitting 6th and 7th. He's kind of buoyed back and forth. He was thrown out for trying to steal for the first time yesterday. Uh, He's playing a really good outfield. He made a great play in right field today to cut off a ball and get it into second. Uh, He's doing well. He's doing well. He's still struggling a little bit, but he's doing well. What trade deadline deal could you see the Cardinals making? That's from Chris Kringle 77 In our little fantasy baseball group chat today, we were talking a lot about Josh Donaldson. Uh, I think that's the most likely of all of the trades. I don't know how likely it is. I don't think the Cardinals have a pressing need for a starting pitcher. I would like to see them stay away from that market. Their bullpen is drastically improved from where it was last year. So uh, I think something... In my mind, it's either Brian Dozier at second or Josh Donaldson at third. And more than likely, Dozier isn't going to get traded. So uh, will Wisdom ever get a shot in the majors? That was a hot topic this weekend at UCB Weekend. Uh, A lot of people uh, asking about... uh, Patrick Wisdom, and if he's ever going to crack the Major League roster, truth be told, I don't know. I think the numbers are against him. I think it hurts him that between the 15 guys who are on the 40-man that can play third and first, and the two guys at the Major League level who are only first basemen, I think it really hurts his chances, but... You never know. The 40-man hurts his chances, too. The Cardinals are up against it on the 40-man. That that really, really hurts his abilities uh, to, to crack a major league roster. Uh, D. Scrange says, Gomber on regular rest or Flaherty on eight days rest for Saturday? For me, and that's a great question. I love that you asked that question. Uh, for me, as I adjust this, I would do Flaherty on eight days rest because arrested Jack Flaherty is better than arrested Austin Gomber. Now, not by a lot. Uh, my other concern, is I talked with Moe's Algorithm today on Twitter, my other concern with Gomber is Gomber threw a career high in pitches uh, it, with 112. He struggled in the 8th inning. It took him 22 pitches to get through the 8th. He should have been pulled at the 7-1 inning mark. Uh, and he also gr- ha- really, really had to grind through the 7th. So the last two innings were rough on him. You know, they were laborious. And he got through it, and it was an awesome thing to watch him finish out that 8th that inning and that 7th inning. Uh, but I would rather them be cautious uh, than, than aggressive in that. Now, Gomber earned a start. Uh, I just don't want it to be now on regular rest. I almost want him to get another day of rest before he pitches on Saturday. Let me put it this way. I'm a huge Austin Gomber fan. And what I would like, I would like for Austin Gomber to get a chance to make a major league impression uh, at his best. And he was at his best today. The question is, with that heavy workload, with that late-inning stress, will he be at his best on Saturday? And the fact that you even have to ask that question is why I wouldn't bring him up. Uh, you've got Jack Flaherty ready to go. Uh, what are you getting in the Carson Brave scenario? Uh, so the other thing is, I think this is one thing that gets lost in Carson Kelly trade talk amongst Cardinal fans. Uh, I've seen people like try to trade him to teams that are looking for a catcher, uh, contending teams. Put yourself in the situation of the Cardinals. If the Cardinals needed a catcher, and they were looking to upgrade the catcher position, would they trade with another team for a prospect that's unproven to be their everyday catcher? No. No, they wouldn't. And neither would the Washington National. Neither would all these other teams. The only way Carson Kelly gets traded is if it's to a team that's going to rebuild, not to a team that's contending. I, I, I wouldn't say the Cardinals wouldn't make that trade. I think the Cardinals would talk about it, but I just don't think that the other team is going to make that trade. Uh... The Braves don't have a catcher in their system past Flowers and Suzuki, but yeah, there aren't a lot of teams that have Flowers or Suzuki either. If they needed to, go, and you're talking about in the long run, th- that's just not how it works. Uh, let's see, is Voigt back? Yes, uh, Luke Voigt is back, and he isn't getting a lot of hits, but he's striking the ball hard. Uh, his timing mechanism at the plate is really interesting to me. I don't think I ever paid enough attention to it. Yeah, but he he's looked good. He's been fine. Uh, Tom, Thumbs Blues say, uh, uh, Tom Thumbs Blues asks, is El Montero in my thoughts? Uh, as Farmer Valla said on Twitter, you have a teenager anchoring the Peoria lineup, and he's doing a damn good job of it. Both he and Juan Yepes are hitting above 400. They both have OPSs in the ones, uh, which is incredible. Uh, it's cool to watch El who was at the same level as Jonathan Machado last year in the Gulf Coast League. Uh, rake where Jonathan Machado hasn't. It goes to show you one's level of maturity as a hitter, not personal, personal as opposed to the other's level of maturity. Uh, let's see. Oh, somebody says Jorge Alfaro. Uh, what even happened to Nap? Nap? Nap got released. Apparently, the Cubs and Cardinals have been scouting the Rays a bunch. Yeah, that's that's a holdover from last year. The the Cubs and Cardinals were at the Rays games and Rays prospects games nonstop. Uh, Could the Memphis team win 65 games in the Majors? I would take the under. I, I just think, ah, I think... I think we oversell how talented some of these teams are that are bad at the Major League level. Uh, I'd say under, but not by many. Can a high spin rate fastball be learned, developed, or is that a naturally talented thing? Well, uh, as Zach Gifford and I talked this weekend at UCB Weekend, and just like with Trevor Bauer of the Indians... You can learn a high spin rate fastball. It's not easily learned, uh, and it takes a lot of work. But it can be learned. Now, every every pitcher is different. Every player is different. Uh, Mazelak said in the interview yesterday that their goal is to take what every player does well and make them better at it. Uh, you know. So yes, driveline has proven that you can learn spin rate, but it's not easy to to do. Uh, and again, I would I would tell you to ask Zach about that. Zach Gifford could give you a better. Uh, A better, uh, a better understanding of that. Are you still going to do a call interview with Hicks parents? Uh, what do you want to ask them? Yeah, so Tara and I are still planning to do that. We were hoping to do a little, uh, face-to-face one-on-one interview with, with Mr. Hicks and Mrs. Hicks, uh, this weekend, but it just fell through after Jordan pitched on Saturday. They got out of here on Sunday. Uh, which is really awesome. Good for them. What an awesome moment, but yeah, we still plan on doing it. And honestly, uh, if you listen to the interview, I got to do with Evan Mendoza this weekend over at birds on the black and you should definitely check it out. You'll hear me say the word. Oh, that's great. Like 15 times. It's actually really embarrassing. Uh, but that's how I want to do interviews. Um, I don't want to have so much structure as I want to use the knowledge that I have to ask questions in kind of a bullshit session. You know, if you want a structured interview, you can go anywhere. I want to have a little bit more like uh, a casual conversation. Like, you know, I I want to have an idea of what I want to ask, but I want questions to come up naturally. Uh, The beginning of my interview with Evan Mendoza was a little forced because I I wanted to keep things, uh, oh, thanks, GM Gersh. Uh, I wanted to keep things structured, and it wasn't until about 10 minutes in where I just let loose and I started asking whatever question was on the top of my mind that it went well. Uh, and that's what we want to do with the Hicks family. How is Nick Plummer doing these days? Nick Plummer's still making contact. He isn't driving the ball much. Uh, Zach sent me a really interesting article from Fangraphs, and Fangraphs talked about how he's changed his, his preload bat hold. Uh, he started laying it on his shoulder at the beginning of the year, and now he's back to having it up in the air. Uh, the thing about Nick Plummer, and I was telling Zach this, he doesn't use his lower body at all to swing. He's all hands. He's all barrel through the zone. And that really hurts him in the long run. Uh, he's probably two years away from developing any sense of real power. Um, he's, uh, you know, he's not striking out. He's getting on base a lot. He's making average to weak contact. Uh, we'll see how it develops. He missed a lot of time leading into the season. We'll see how it develops. How's the moonshine? Thank you for asking. It's fucking strong, children. Uh, get yourself a drink. Mmm. Uh, of this young rotation, which player has the best odds to win I a. a Cy Young? Jack Flaherty. Uh, if we're not including Alex Reyes, it's Jack Flaherty. What's up with JB Woodman and Connor Green? Uh, Woodman has shown signs of being okay at Palm Beach, but really he's kind of old for the league. Uh, really he's kind of old for the league and he's not doing anything so impressive that, that he really stands out. Connor Green had a rough first start. Uh, and then pitched great after a rough first inning and in a second start. And then he had a pedestrian third start. But he uh, still walked too many people. Uh, it's exactly what we talked about at the beginning of the year when the Cardinals traded for Connor Green. It's fastball command isn't there. Uh, he's got a great curveball, but he slows himself down. Uh, he can locate it pretty well. And he needs to get better at throwing his changeup. That's the difference between Connor Green being a top-level prospect and being a mediocre and interesting-level prospect. How's the Springfield game going? Springfield is making it tight. It's the top of the ninth with two outs, a one-one count, and Springfield is up six to five with runners on the corners. Uh, do you think Hicks could get a chance to start at some point? We asked John Mazelak about that. Uh, we asked John Mazelak about that yesterday, and he said he just doesn't know. Uh, it's going to be about opportunity. You know, honestly, the best chance of Jordan Hicks starting at this point is struggling out of the bullpen. Uh, if Jordan Hicks struggles out of the bullpen in the uh, uh, in the near future, then he'll go down to the minors as a starter, and that's his best bet. But right now, he's just too impactful of to the bullpen. Springfield wins uh, six to five. A little ninth inning drama, but the game is over. Springfield goes home victorious once again. They got off to such a bad start to see them turn it around is really awesome. Uh, Watching the Yankees-Twins game, cried after the stand-home run. Funny. Uh, It hurts still. Seagrace10 says, Kisner or Kelly as a future catcher? Uh, We still have three more years of Yachty. Let's focus on that. You know, a lot changes in three years. Everyone keeps saying that Kisner is on a better track, but, you know, even Mo said today, like, you could almost project Kisner out, or I said yesterday, you could almost project Kisner out as a first baseman or somewhere else. Uh, here's what I know is that opportunity will create that answer. Waka thrown into a trade to have a Martinez, Flaherty, Weaver, Reyes, Michaelis rotation. I'm all for it. The question is, what would the Cardinals do? And I don't know if the Cardinals would make that move. Uh, yadi, yada yaddy. That's right, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Welcome to our little, our little dance. Uh, how is Kelly looking? Uh, as I said a little while ago, better behind the plate, but still struggling, uh, at the plate, swinging the bat. If the Cardinals were willing to pay for Stan, why wouldn't they for some other free agent this year? You know, Mo danced around that question. Build-A-Wit danced around that question this weekend either. We didn't really get much straight out of that. Um, I forgot who it was. Asked a great question about uh, increasing the payroll to build a the third, and we didn't get much of an answer. So is Javi Baez just a huge bitch? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to stay out of that Javi Baez talk. I, I'm not going to glorify his existence by commenting on... Him calling DJ LeMayhew out or whatever happened there. Not sure you could get a bag of baseballs for Waka. You could definitely get a bag of baseballs for Waka. Uh, Michael Waka I think, would actually net you in return more than you might think. Uh, probably almost certainly more than Gritchett got you and almost certainly more than what Piscotti got you. Uh, pitching is a currency. Major League Ready pitching is a currency. Don't forget that. Uh, what's wrong with Lions? I know Moe's Algorithm wrote an article over at the Redbird Daily about it that I still haven't read. Uh, check out the article. Maybe he can tell you what's wrong with Tyler Lyons. Uh, SEL Cup of Joe likes to rib C70 and just say Tyler Lyons is bad. Sometimes Joe the Simple is the right answer. Is Wong any good or what? Hold on. I'm going to answer that about Wong. So the funny thing about Colton Wong is we're spending a lot of time complaining and bitching about Colton Wong. Uh, never mind that he has a better on-base percentage than Marcelo Zuna. Colton Wong is fodder. He is fodder for Cardinal fans. Sure, he's not playing great, uh, but he's also not playing so terribly over the recent history. Just like Dexter Fowler, who's been better lately as opposed to the shitty start he got off to. um, He's been playing better lately. And let's see how it develops. Uh, Not for pitchers that can't get through the lineup a third time. So somebody said, and I've got to do the research to guard, he's actually been better the third time through uh, than recent past. Let's see how it all plays out. And, and you say that, but you, what, you don't keep in, in, what you don't keep in mind is that he's still throwing in the mid to high 90s. Uh, if a team trades for him, they could look at him as a bullpen piece. The Cardinals don't, they never will. Just keep that in mind. Uh, Cardinals Gifts says to Mr. Mr. Hicks, uh, Mr. Jason Hicks, uh, how about that first win? A little stressful for a minute. I didn't get to watch it. My little league team was playing. I was pretty disappointed about that. Uh, but we're going to raise our glass. And to the Hicks family, uh, to Jordan Hicks, we're going to say congratulations on your first win. The the analytics people and even myself say that wins are pointless, uh, but they matter to the players. So, to the first win. Uh, people seem to forget that Wong was damn near our best hitter last year. He was consistent all year. I wouldn't say damn near the best, but he, he had a really good year last year. You know, I get asked about Max Schrock a lot now and if he could replace... Colton Wong. Uh, That's a really interesting question. I think people forget that Colton Wong was a really, really great minor league hitter. And people see Max Schrock hitting 400, and they think, oh, this guy could replace Colton Wong. Well, it goes to show you that there is a huge disparity uh, between what you see at AAA and what you see at the major league level. The one thing that Max Schrock has on Colton Wong is Max Schrock can make contact with everything. It's just... Like with a most people who can make contact with anything not named Guerrero or Guerrero Jr., it's a lot of lazy contact. So sure, he's not striking out. If he starts hitting everything hard all over the place, uh, then maybe, maybe. But try to keep things in context. Thoughts on lineup changes this weekend? I like the way everything went this weekend. Uh, again, Saturday, I didn't get to watch most of that game between some family stuff and little league, and then the UCB weekend. I didn't really. That game was beyond me, uh, so I can't really say. I will say that I love the way the lineup looked on Sunday when I was there. It was great to see Colton Wong hit a home run. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with constantly adjusting and constantly changing the lineup. Uh, I think that uh, Mike Matheny sticking with the same lineup too, for the most part, has been a positive. I know this. I personally like Dexter Fowler back in the lineup. I, not because of the leadoff thing or not because of Matt Carpenter. I'm not smart enough to understand any of that. Uh, but what I what I do know, what I do feel, is that I just I like Dexter Fowler in like that fifth spot. I, I just really like him there. I think he performs well there, too. Uh, I'm sure the numbers contradict me, uh, but I like him a lot. Uh, where's the Seth Beer article, bro? Graham, I don't know if you've noticed this. I haven't written anything in a long time. Uh, Monday through Friday, I work a lot and then I've got a family thing and then I've got little league and I've neglected my writing and, uh, it's embarrassing. I've got a draft, like a three paragraph draft. That's terrible. Uh, hopefully, and it's a long shot, but hopefully in the near future, I can sit down and, and write some more. Uh, Tom Thumbs Blue says, I love Fowler. Yeah, I like Fowler too. You know, uh, a lot of people ask about Fowler and a lot of people hate Fowler and I can't help but think it's only because he was signed as a free agent. Uh, yes, I'm a big fan of Dex in the 5-hole. I like that. Cool. J-Mart has the same walk rate and strikeout rate. I love that. There's a couple minor leaguers that do that, too. Got to take my socks off. It's starting to get hot in here. Um, uh, there's a couple minor leaguers who do that, too. Uh, uh, it's incredible. It's a great thing to see. Uh, Christian Villanueva better than all other players in baseball. He's hot right now. Uh... Uh, Tyler O'Neill is a serious piece of man candy. He is legit. Gritchick, number two. He's, he's Gritchick, number one. Dude, he's built more than Gritchick. He's probably a better player in the long run than Gritchick, too. Gritchick is O'Neal version 2.0. Or, uh, O'Neal version 0.5. O'Neal version 0.5. Uh, what brand of socks do you recommend? Uh, whichever socks absorb the most chunky liquid. Uh, Fowler's career average from the fifth spot is 368. See? put, put Oh, good work, Tara. Uh, what's the rotation in three years? I'm not going to tell you. The moonshine kicking your ass, Kyle. Uh, yes, Mr. Hicks. Uh, we're about halfway through it. We still got this. I was hoping to not drink that much, but now I'm starting to like, now we're starting to get into it. Uh, what's up, Kyle? Uh, I'm drinking Yingling tonight. There we go. I like that. Yingling. You can't get it in St. Louis. It's not easily accessible in St. Louis. My favorite food. Oh, wow. Hot. We're going to get into hot food talk. I like a good steak. Uh, I like a good pizza. I like two tamare. which, by the way, Eric, the semi-great, if you're in here, I know you took my leftovers, you slick son of a bitch. I know at UCB you took my two Tutamare leftovers from Zia's, and believe it or not, I will f- drive to your town, and I will get my leftovers. Don't think I won't. Uh, Cardinals player most likely to be traded at the deadline. A lot of people say Jed Jerko. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's more likely to be Colton Wong if I had to use somebody off the 25-man. Uh, let's see. I'm a bird. Uh, Mega Driver 86 says. Stanley Cup predictions. You know, I had a – I filled out a bracket for one of my guys at work who didn't know anything about hockey. I don't know a lot about hockey, but I think I had – I had Pittsburgh back in losing to Winnipeg, I think. A dream trade or off-season acquisition, I want, I want Manny Machado. Now, again, we had a, in the DMs earlier, in our Little League DMs, uh, <laughs> uh, in our Little League DMs, uh, our Little League, Jesus. Let me start over. In our fantasy baseball DM, we were talking about Machado and what it would take to get Machado. Look, I wouldn't overspend at all for five months of Manny Machado, especially with the options that the Cardinal have. Uh, but I would sign him to a crazy deal this off-season if the opportunity presented itself. Uh, I'd rather get Harper. If the Cardinals didn't have a million outfielders, I'd feel the same way. It's just, I think Manny Machado makes a bigger impact for what he does and what Bryce Harper does. Uh, takes his socks off, but not his beanie. Yeah, dude, the beanie's got to cover my weird avocado head. Uh, we won't get him long-term. I don't think so either, Lauren. Uh, Kyle, who do you think will be replacing Wayno? Uh, I still think it's Flaherty. I know Flaherty's on a lot of rest, but that's the direction I'd go in. I I was really impressed with what Austin Gomber did, but... I hate that he threw 112 pitches. I hate that he labored through the last two innings to get done. And uh, if he had just one extra day, I might say Gomber. But I just, uh, I really, really love Flaherty. And if you've got a guy like like Jack Flaherty, you might as well use him. Uh, we are waiting till Goldschmidt guys chill. Uh, that I'd be okay with that, although the Cardinals have Jose Martinez now, so suck it. Uh, watch the draft lottery on Saturday. Uh, okay. I should have taken your tuna... It looks fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Uh, after drinking a shine, wins the funeral, Wildcat says. We're doing good now. Tomorrow, probably. Uh, some, uh, Jeff Niehaus, I believe, tweeted on a picture of me superimposed over a toilet vomiting. Uh, hopefully not. If Cubs get Harper, who do they have to let go? And would we jump on him? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what if we got Mike Trout in free agency in two years? That'd be great uh let's uh blah 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 you're ignoring me i got on while driving home just for this go gomber hello stl cup of joe uh that's right just like joe says go gomber a uh, great start it was beautiful joe you would have been so proud of him he wasn't overthrowing his curveball we we saw it in spring training where he tried to get way over the top of that curveball and snap it hard Nothing was different. All three of his pitches he was throwing exactly alike. And the way that that curveball was biting on the outside corners to righties was beautiful, Joe. It was beautiful. He was he was working that fastball in hard, the changeup blowing in, the changeup blowing out, and then moving the curveball in and out. It was beautiful, man. Uh, oh, you did watch? Awesome. It was beautiful. Ah, I love that. Uh, now that Jose has established himself every day, I think moving Carpenter to second long-term is a deal. Could be. I don't know what's next. Uh, I, I, so, you know, it's tough It's fun to play the projection game It's fun to say, alright, this is the next person traded This is who's going to be playing third base in a week uh, This is who's going to be playing third base in a couple of years What I know is that the Cardinals have a ton of options At a ton, a ton of different positions And yeah, a lot of those guys aren't um, Like the high caliber type A lot of those guys aren't Joey Votto or Nolan Arenado or Paul Goldschmidt Sure, but they do have guys That the Cardinals traditionally Hold on to for a long time I know this. Jose Martinez can only play first base, and he can only play left field. And he's a really, really good pure hitter. I'm not willing to give that up for a $200, $300 million free agent, even if that free agent is Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, we need a Kyle After Dark group chat for people who are or aren't in your fantasy league. We should do something like that, holy Shilt. Uh Jed needs some abs. Jed, Jed shaved some of that, that baby fat. I think Jed looks sleek and thin now. I'm impressed with uh, the baby fat drop-off from Jed. I wish I looked like Jed at this point. Uh, Seth Beer is overrated <laughs> from Patrick B. to Graham. Uh, that's how these periscopes are usually end up getting heated. Uh, we end up going after each other's favorite collegiate players. <laughs> um, uh, holy, let's see. Blah, blah. Shrock says... Schrock says, get your ass out of 2B Carp because I'm coming. Uh, Schrock, he looks really good. Like we said, he can make contact with everything. You know, his arm seems to have gotten a tick stronger or at least uh, a tick. The exchange from the glove to the hand seems to have gotten just a tick quicker from last year. He turned a double play this year that after watching a bunch of his games last year, I haven't seen him turn. That's a positive. That's a step in the right direction. Uh, Kyle, you trash Jose Martinez in favor of Seth Beer, flip-flop, flippity-flop. I did, Graham, but most of the time I just say shit to fuck with you, so keep that in mind. Uh, Shrock is going to be really good. Yes, yeah, Schrock has a, 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 a borderline elite contact tool. It's a contact tool that a lot of other people don't have, and he's doing it at AAA, which is a sign of sustainability. And uh, I, think, I think we all should pump our brakes a little bit, too, because a 400 batting average at AAA isn't sustainable. Let's see what it looks like here in about three weeks. Uh, it could easily drop from 410 or whatever it's at right now to sub 300 this early in the year. Uh, Carpenter's arm is going to fall off before the break. You know, the Cardinals and the amount of, like, compromised arms they have, it, it's, it's, threat- it's scary. I hate the fact that Ozuna's compromised out in the outfield, although he did make a strong throw uh, uh, later on in that game on Friday or Saturday, whatever day it was. Um, but between he and Carp, like, that's not good. I uh, gotta go get me Shrock's off. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, when when Max Shrock uh, comes up, you'll have. Can you smell what the Shrock is cooking? We had that last week. I gotta go get my Shrock's off. Uh, whenever he's in the starting rotation or starting lineup, I mean. Uh, let's see. Uh, blah 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 blah. People are starting to sleep on Reyes now with these new young arms thrown. R.J. Cardinals. Uh, I think I think it's an appropriate amount of sleeping on Reyes. I like being a little like cautious with him, and I think Mo even uh, Mo stressed that this weekend as well. You know, he said it putting putting him on the sixty day DL was big for them because it allowed them to take it slow with him, and that's all a positive. That's all. Uh, that's all a great thing. Uh, as uh, Scott, Texas Cards fans number one, hey brother, uh, we love you on Twitter. Uh, says, I, I, I am a wacko, I am indeed, I'm a wacko, I'm a weirdo, I'm all those things. Uh, Kyle, what's going on with Helsley? Well, I'm actually going to defer to my my good friend Colin Gardner here. I've only got to see parts of all of Helsley's starts, and uh, the the issue is that he's not getting his breaking pitches low. He's throwing everything high in the zone. He's not commanding his curveball, his cutter, or his changeup, and uh, he's walking too many people. He's leaving stuff over the, the, the middle of the zone. And it's backfiring as it would with any pitcher. His fastball still looks good. People still can barely touch the fastball. Uh, all these signs point to him being a long-term relief option, which I, breaks my heart. I think he's better than that, uh, but we'll see. Uh, any thoughts on Grayson Janesta? A lot of Janesta. A, a lot of people ask me about Grayson, uh, Wichita State first baseman outfielder. Uh, this is what I'll say. Every time I go to watch video of this kid uh, for GM Gersh, uh, Michael Gersh, or whatever. Uh, on Twitter, I always find other hitters I like more. Uh, for instance, there's a kid from uh, Oregon State who I'm gonna—I have to pull his name up. It's like a Dahlbach uh, or something like that. Uh, hold on, uh, 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 a Larnack, Trevor Larnack, who I like more than I like Grayson and Janesta. It's just every time I look into Janesta, I find a player that I like better than Janesta, just on accident. Uh, his own teammates, that 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 Rom is better, or Rome is better than he is. Uh, I think he's fine. I just, I don't see it watching the little that I've watched. Uh, GM Gersh, I told you, GM Gersh, what did I tell you? I told you you'd love Trevor Larnak. Uh, Kumar Rocker, uh, Graham says, Kumar is a big-bodied, hard-throwing, high-school-aged pitcher who uh, throws straight Gasio and has some nasty filth on the backside there, too. Uh, yeah. How is Hudson looking? Uh, Dakota Hudson looks pretty damn good as well. Um, the important thing with Dakota Hudson is that he's back to striking people out. Almost in a batter an inning, uh, and he's not lasting so long in games. So you're seeing like five batters in five innings, or five batters in six innings, or four batters in six innings. The strikeout numbers are going up. That's the positive. Uh, and he's still getting a good amount of ground balls. Uh, what I say, Rom? Uh, yeah, Alec Baum, or Bohm or whoever, for Wichita State. I like him way better than I like Grayson Genesta. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go, Graham. That's just for you. Uh, what do you got, Graham? Any other uh, any other comments? Anything good? Blues top three. Uh, like top three players? Who they're? What you do is you run Schwartzy out there with Tarasenko and, uh... Uh uh Shen, there you go. That's your your top three right there. Uh I went to high school with Alec Baum. Did you really, uh big Ben Poe? What was your scouting report? Was he a big deal in high school? I'm checking my list, Kyle. We're on to question 13 of 40. Now. Graham, direct the rest of your questions to Brendan Schaefer. Uh y- only people with hair answer your questions from here on out. Top three pick or Machado and free agency. <sighs> Machado and free agency. Uh, I played against Tristan Pompey, and it wasn't pretty. Uh, Tristan is a beast, too. Uh, Pitcher or position player for Cardinals at 19, whoever's the best on their board. I don't care. Uh, I want it to be Seth Beer, although I do think Seth Beer is not helping his stock at all. I think the early projections that he's a Comp A, Round 2 player are going to hold steady. Um, But, honestly... Whoever they have is the best player on their board is who they need to take. Uh, basically, is there a greater than 5% chance to miss it? Uh, I played against Ty Cobb. Holy shield Yeah, Mike Schilt. For those of you who don't know, Mike Schilt has been around for 197 years. He played against Ty Cobb and Joe DiMaggio and Lou Gehrig. And now his body is melting off of his bones. Uh, Seth Whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, when we do Prospects After Dark, uh, uh, Seth Beer will be Seth Whiskey. Nolan Gorman is uh, falling in projections. I... The little bit I watched in Nolan Gorman, I wasn't big on, but I haven't watched enough to really have formed an opinion on him. Uh, you are the best, Kylie. Thank you, Graham. Uh, when does O'Neill get his first hit uh, in like three years when he gets regular at bats? Uh, do you know how the Memphis Redbirds did against the Iowa Cubs? Carry on cards. They they beat the Iowa Cubs three to nothing today. And uh, they pretty well steamrolled them. Uh, Austin Gomber struck out 16 in eight innings while throwing 85 of 112 pitches for strikes. He didn't walk a guy and let up six hits, had a game score of 92, and almost single-handedly uh, won that game for them. That Memphis team just keeps winning. I saw an interesting stat. In, like 19, in 12 of the 19 games for Memphis, they've had a quality start. That's incredible. Uh, the Iowa Cubs haven't existed since something or another. Uh, by the way, again, that's the worst lineup in major league and minor league baseball. Suge Knight's murder trial is set for September. I thought Suge Knight was d- dead. Is, is did somebody murder Suge Knight? Uh, how many people do you think Suge Knight has had murdered over the years? Uh, Biggie, Tupac, he had both of those guys murdered, right? Uh, Squirrel Warner say, or Squirt Warner says, Kyle, stop. Am I not supposed to talk about uh, Suge Knight? Look, Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. And neither is Suge Knight. Uh, You know anything about Bueller with the Dodgers? Yeah, Walker Bueller is a monster. He's a top five to ten pitcher in the minor leagues who's now pitching for the Dodgers. I don't know how he's doing. I think that that game probably just kicked underway, or kicked off. I mean, just got underway. Uh, I like him a lot, and I think that he's just another great piece that the Dodgers have. And They'll probably use, utilize a 10 day DL, or 10 day DL to get the most out of Walker Bueller and the rest of their starting rotation. Uh, you need to check out Ryan Weathers, Nasty High School. I've seen Ryan Weathers again. I don't know enough about him to formulate my own opinion. I know the highlights that I've seen. He looks like a monster. Uh, I know he's a big boy. Why should he? Uh, we should have drafted. I don't know what's going on. Kyle, what do you do for a living? That's none of your damn business. Uh, we, went, we missed Walker B by one pick. That's right. The Dodgers picked him right before uh, the Cardinals had a chance. Uh, hey, dude, comes in and kills Kyle. Don't even talk about Suge Knight. Yeah, that's right. Look, you don't talk about Suge Knight if you want to live. I'm on the third floor of an apartment, and if you ask Vanilla Ice, he'll be the first one to tell you Suge Knight will hang a motherfucker out of that window. Don't think he won't. He'll hang you from your shoelaces and shit right out of a balcony. Uh, is Wong trade bait at the deadline? Or how long of a leash now? Look, I think that, uh, in the proper upgrade that all of the Wong, Jerko, maybe even potentially Carp contingent could be trade bait. Uh, I don't think it's likely. Uh, No, they picked him one after we picked Plumber. I always get that wrong. I got that wrong with VHS like two years ago. I don't know why. What my brain does is I was really big on Corey Seager. And Corey Seager went two picks before the Cardinals had a chance to select him. And then I was also big on A.J. Pollock. And Pollock went a pick or two picks ahead of where the Cardinals could pick. So my brain just does this thing where I immediately assume that the guy went one pick ahead or two picks ahead. So I apologize for that. Thank you for correcting me. Uh, What you do for a living... Uh, I am a foreman of a concrete crew, and uh, it's a long story. Uh, Deavers or Senzel, uh, Push, looking back on baseball drafts, you can always find a gripe if you're looking for it. So there's nothing that, that is more ignorant of a fan, of like fandom, than to go back and nitpick the Major League Baseball draft. Uh, it Like, anytime you try to use that against an organization, you are just, it's just proving that you're like... Grasping for straws. Because the Major League Baseball draft is the biggest crapshoot ever. There were 12 rounds of people who drafted players before Albert Pujols. Uh, That's just how this thing works. The Major League draft is the most random, most difficult thing. Uh, The minor leagues and Major League Baseball is the most difficult projection system. Uh, it's, It's foolhardy and ignorant to criticize a team afterwards. Now, it is fair to call Nick Plummer... Out. As much as I love Nick Plummer, I really do like Nick Plummer. Because if you remember at the time when the Cardinals took Nick Plummer, it was a head scratcher. Uh, a lot of people thought it was a move to save bonus pool. I'm not going to comment on that. Uh, but it it definitely got some people curious when they drafted him. And even the pundits were like, that's a little early. Uh, is this a reference to me, Kyle? Uh, no, Graham, it's not. It's just a reference to fandom in general. After like the fourth round, they just start picking names, to be honest. Believe it or not... It's even earlier than that. I-, I tried to get Evan Mendoza to talk about it a little bit uh, over the weekend, but the rumor is, one of those like terribly kept secrets is that uh, a lot of times before a player is even drafted, a team has agreed to a contract with them. And a lot of times, that's why you see players go in the top 100 that are question marks. Because teams have said, all right, they've already reached out to their representatives and said, look, we're going to give you 500 under slot if you sign. Uh, oh, God, he pulled the beanie off. That's right, I did pull the beanie off. It's hot in here. i got to go put a t-shirt on. Uh, Pete Cosmo was a real avocado head scratcher. Believe it or not, it wasn't that much of a jump. A lot of people had Pete Cosmo at the late first, early second round. And the Cardinals saw a guy who they believed at the time could definitely stay at shortstop. And uh, that's rare. Uh, the, the oh, Alex, uh, uh, when Carlos Martinez career with cards is finished, he'll trail only Gibson in strikeouts true or fall fo- true or false. I I'll say true. I'll say true. True that Alex. Uh, thanks for, thanks for joining here. Come off the drugs. Jay. I don't know what that says. Uh, just slide that hat in a box. I'll send you my address. Everybody cards, gifts. Everybody wants one of these things, man. Everybody wants one. At UCB, the other bloggers were talking about it. Everyone wants that swag, bro. Everyone wants that swag. Uh let's see. Where where are we at? Where are we at? Here's, here's where I'm at. I've got this much of the moonshine left. I'm gonna take a drink. Oh. Uh merch coming soon, Cards Gift says. Uh Tom McCoy says we need beanies. I agree, Tom. A nice Jurassic Park hoodie. So, Kerry, it actually says Jurassic Kick. And this is the kickball team that I played on for years and years at Tower Grove uh, Park. And uh, it's a beer-drinking, paint-can-drinking league uh, with some pretty cool people. And I'm representing for them. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, bottoms up. Does UCB stand for University of uh, Cardinals Blogs? No, it's United Cardinals Bloggers, I believe. Is Birds on the Black the best of the best around Cardinals Blogsphere? I am partial and biased, but I believe that the only thing that holds Birds on the the Black back is me. I think I am easily the worst element, uh, like not even close. I think that nearly all of you would agree to. um, And I think if they had like a real minor league expert, I think that they'd be in a lot better shape. Uh, But I think... For the shorts and the quick insight that you're going to get from Alex, you're not going to beat that. The gift work of the illustrious Cardinals gifts and Nick Childress and Chill is second to none. Uh, the Athletic uses them. Think about that. Uh, and they keep trying to get as much of gifts as possible. And then Tara, who is the, the media maven, she's incredible. Uh, talking with her is just the, it's one of the most enjoyable experiences that you can have. And Zach and his analytics is incredible. Uh... He even, Zach got to meet Mike Gersh, and I have no doubt in my mind that Zach, while he was talking to Mike Gersh, Gersh walked away thinking, this is a very, very impressive young man, because every time I talk to Zach, I feel that way. Uh, Zach's going to be a bigwig, I'll stand by that, and I'll get a chance to say I got to DM with that guy, uh, because we're going to be hearing a lot about Zach in the future. And then you've got STL Cup of Joe, who is a celebrity in the blogosphere, he is the celebrity in the blogosphere. And... uh, you know, joking around, I, I, I'm tough to like pin down for plans, but it is an honor and a humbling as, as hell uh, for STL Cup of Joe to be like, hey, let's go grab a beer sometime. Like, I'm intimidated by that uh, because he's so much smarter than me and so much better than me. And I, he, he deserves to be in rooms with people who have futures and stuff like that, and I'm, that's not me. So, uh, But it's cool stuff, and I'm just going on. Uh, also, Zach, don't forget me, Graham says. Graham's always thinking about himself. HBO is running special on Jeter tomorrow. So, I heard part of that Jeter and, and Gumble conversation, and man, it makes you hate Derek Jeter even more than you hated him. Like, I hate Jer- Derek Jeter. I used to think that guy was the perfect, like, American life from, like, a Bachelor standpoint, and he's made me hate him over the last couple months. Uh... I know that he and Mr. Gumble have a rapport outside of the interview, but he—it seemed to me just in hearing it on the radio without seeing the body language or the mannerisms—that uh, he was being a huge dick to Mr. Gumble. So I don't know. Maybe maybe watching it on HBO will tell a different story. A uh, Holy Shild says Graham was too young. That's true. A uh, Jordan like Jeter. Yeah, it seems like that there's some of that. Uh, where will Reyes make his rehab starts? My guess is he'll start at Palm Beach. Maybe make one or two starts there. Uh, and then and then, depending on who is at home, uh, if Springfield's at home and Memphis is on the road, he'll go to Springfield. If Springfield is on the road and Memphis is at home, he'll go to Memphis. But I would imagine they'll start at Palm Beach so that they can keep a really close, tight eye on him uh, at their compound. Uh, oh, there was a great question about UCB that I'm sorry I missed. Uh, Marlins were some pitching away from contending before Jeter. Yep, I agree. Uh, true or false, Reyes and Flaherty will be in the rotation by the All-Star game? False. Absolutely false. Uh, If you were to ask me if one of them would be in, I would. I might even say, like, consistently, because we know one of them. Well, we know Flaherty will more than likely be in here in the next five days. Uh, But I don't think it's guaranteed. And I think, I think the one thing that Wayno's DL stint does is it buys him more time to be a starting pitcher and to fail. Look, everybody wants to make a big deal about the two starts that Wayno had, but he had one good start on a getaway day against a bad lineup that was made worse by benched veterans. And then a game in Chicago, we're sure he only let up one earned run or whatever, but he was terrible. He couldn't find the strike zone, and it was cold, so I'll give him a break. But what, he he got to three balls to seven different batters in that game? He got lucky. He's been lucky in two of the three starts, and the two, two of the three starts he's been good in. Is Molina going to have a 2020 year? That I would love that. Can you imagine if Yadier Molina had a 2020 year? Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I think if he gets up to, like, the 10 stolen base mark, you'll see people shut him down. Top four WRC hitters on cards by season end. uh, Tommy Pham, Matt Carpenter, Paul DeYoung, and Marcelo... Oh, and Jose Martinez. Ooh, wow. So let me do it again. Uh, Jose Martinez, Paul DeYoung, Tommy Pham, and uh, 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 Marcelo Zuna. Top four WRC plus hitters. Uh, Let's see. I'm going back to the well. Uh, moonshine, to you. Mm. Uh, worried about Ozuna? No, uh, look, we're almost in May. And I'm not worried about Ozuna. I'm not worried about Wong the way that some people are. I like that Wong hit his first home run. I think we need to take note of that. I think we need to see how it progresses. Um, GM Gersh says, Trevor Larnax swing, Kyle. I told you. Uh, Is that a flavor of moonshine? That's a great question, a la Moses. Let me tell you a little story about this moonshine. I'm going to say it one more time. Uh, One of my backwoods bastard-esque co-workers, one of my guys at work, makes this in the woods in deep West County in St. Louis area. Uh, I think that he blows up minivans and shit to make it happen. And it is straight moonshine that he tried to dilute with a little bit of apple juice. And believe it or not, like this is pink now. It was the color of, like, tainted apple juice when I got it on Friday, and now it's, like, evolved into something different. Uh, So, yeah, it's a little, like, it's not apple pie-flavored moonshine. Uh, It's homemade, still blowing up, uh, uh, crazy... Only the finest for the Hoosiers in St. Louis. Uh, Cardinal's Tales, as humble in person as he is on Twitter. I didn't get to talk to Cardinal's Tales for a while. Uh, it's the second time I've met Bob. I didn't get to talk to him very long either time. But I uh, talking to Bob is is a... Uh, all of the bloggers are cool in person. Twitter's a beast. Graham, you know that. You're a Twitter terrorist. Uh, they The, the blog... It's, it's tough to be on Twitter. You don't. There's no font to tell you how things are meant. There's no sarcasm font. There's no... So you don't really know, but I'll say this. The, the couple times I've got to talk to Bob, he seems like uh, a, a gentleman. Uh, as did everyone else in that room. Don't let Gould hear you talk smack on Wayno. Eh, I'm not going to talk about Derek, man. I, Derek gets beat up sometimes, and he brings it upon himself. Derek did something today that kind of bugged me. You know, somebody went to uh, Keith Law and asked, like, paraphrased what... Derek Gould said about BABIP, and then D. Gould, like, lashed out at the guy and then made a comment that – my favorite comment that people make when they're criticizing Twitter is that, like, aggressive, backhanded comment, like, but it's Twitter. What would you expect after he just got done, like, being a Twitter terrorist? Uh, come on, man. Like, if that makes you justify your actions to to demean someone in the way that they just demean you – Take the high road. There aren't enough people who take the damn high road. Be stronger. Be smarter. You know, I want to sympathize with Derek Gould every opportunity I get, but when he does shit like that, I can't take it. Be better. You know, somebody asked you a question and you wrote an article about it. Link to the damn article. Get yourself a click. You know, don't say, read the paper. That doesn't do you any good. Put it on Twitter. Let them click it. It's just shit like that that gets underneath my skin. I think Derek Gould's as good as it gets as a beat reporter. Uh... I love him on Twitter. I love that he does have a critical element to him, uh, but he's no Joe Strauss. Uh, I love the rant from Kyle. It's not a, it's not a rant. and again, I, I'm a big Derek Gould fan. that's what really, what really makes me sad. Uh, I just he's a, he's a smart guy. he's a good guy. Everyone who meets him in person kind of says the same thing. Well, most of the people who meet him in person say the same thing. Uh, I just it breaks my heart when he stoops to the level of Twitter trolls. Uh, yes, don't ask Derek about fuck it. That was Graham. I, you know, I'll, I'll call you out for being an asshole, but that was uncalled for the way he came after you, in my opinion. A- anyways, uh, did you see the video of Brian getting smoked in the face? No. Is Chris Bryant? Did Chris Bryant get smoked in the face? Uh, oh man, my fantasy team can't have that, and I hate that. I hate seeing that someone got hit in the face. You know, every time now that I think of someone taking a ball to the face, I think of Daniel Ponce De Leon last year. I was at work when that happened and I pulled up the video and just watching it, like, you know, you know, it, it makes you crumble. Uh, it was hilarious. Blah, blah, blah. Am I really too young for UCB? Uh, let's see. It's hard to, Oh, so he got hit. Um, he got hit in the head in the helmet. Good. Is he okay? Is Chris Bryant okay? I don't want to see anyone hurt like that. Uh, no concussion. Thank you very, thank you very much, Lauren. Tour guide Derek didn't give me directions to fuck it. Yeah. Again, let's, uh, let's move on from the Derek Gould talk. Let's not bash him. Uh, if he's not going to take the high road, we should. Gould is awesome, uh, but also chill on trying to be a troll. Again, we'll move on from that. Somebody mentioned something about like being Joe Strauss is a tall order. Uh, I know a lot of people had problems with Joe Strauss. What I will say is I love Joe Strauss with every bit of my my being. Wildcat says he's got to dip out because of a paper. Wildcats, thank for joining us. Uh, good luck on your paper. What I, again, getting back to Joe Strauss, I love Joe Strauss with every ounce of my being. I, I always viewed him for what he was doing on Twitter. Uh, at the end there, at the end of his life, he was overly critical of Carlos Martinez and he helped drive some of the bandwagon, some of the people that are on the bandwagon of Carlos with the con- concentration issue uh, all these years later and that wasn't fair. But other than that, all of the criticism that he levied was beautiful. And uh, I looked for I woke up every Sunday morning looking forward to a Joe Strauss article in the paper i would the, as a matter of fact, the last time I bought a post dispatch uh, newspaper was the day that Joe Strauss died. That was the last time I bought the post uh, and honestly, my interest in the post has kind of gone with the the loss of Joe Strauss uh, If I could be half the man that Joe Strauss was, my life would be an incredible incredible endeavor. Does Hicks tunnel his pitches? Uh, I'll leave that to the experts. Uh, got Joe's autograph as a kid. Really good dude. Everyone who ever met Joe says that. Um, getting back to Hicks and tunneling. I don't think tunneling's the issue. Uh, we talked about it a little this weekend. I know that Zach and Joe talked about it. I didn't get to hear it. I was too busy uh, acting out and trying to be the life of dinner that uh, I didn't get to eavesdrop on the conversation. But they made some compelling arguments that I only heard parts of that I wish that I could make. Uh, I would actually love for the two of them to podcast and talk about it. and Maybe I'll take that to the group message because I think it would be a damn treat to hear Zach and Joe talk about uh, Hicks's tunneling and maybe what he can do to increase his strikeouts. Gifts, put that in the group message. Make that happen. All right, so this is the end of the first... How many ballparks have you been to? Patrick B. asks. Uh, I've been to... Uh Old Yankee Stadium, Fenway, Both Bushes, Kaufman, uh Roger Dean. Um I guess that's it. That's it. I haven't been to a lot of stadiums. Uh that's kind of embarrassing. I've been to more minor league stadiums. I've been to AutoZone, I've been to Hammond's, I've uh, been to Dozer, uh, <laughs> Uh, that's, I, I've been to probably as many minor league stadiums as I've been to major league stadiums. All right, so getting away from that, I have not been to Wrigley. I've got, oh my God, man, you want to talk about psychosis here? Uh, you're going you're gonna to break down the psychology of Kyle. I've got this thing about peeing in troughs. I can't, I can't do it. I freeze up. There's too much dude around, and I can't do it. But then I've got to go to the bathroom at the same time. So going to Wrigley is out of the question because I, I go to the bathroom a lot. Uh, I would imagine my prostate is the size of my avocado head. Uh, and uh, I, uh, I, I just can't do it. So I can't go to Wrigley. I just can't. And I'm gonna drink when I'm at a baseball game. So there, there's none of that. Uh, yeah, they say the confines are pretty friendly. A little too friendly, if you ask me. Uh, I do regret not ever going to Comiskey or whatever the hell they call it these days. I'll have to ask Zach Gifford, uh, whatever that is, on the uh, the other side of Chicago. Sit in the bleachers outside the stadium, not really. That's that's probably the way to do it. But does that count as going to the stadium? Are we going to get a write-up on the Mo Gersh UCB Q&A? Well, I know that over at STL Hattrick, Stephen McNeil had the video of it, and you should definitely go check that out. Uh, and I'm sure someone will. I'm not going to. I actually, I asked a question, but I took it easy. I didn't videotape it. I didn't record any of it. Uh, I love the troughs. Good for you, a la Moses. Show that dick, bro. Uh, guaranteed right field. Yeah, guaranteed right field. Comiskey. Uh... uh f- <laughs> Fuck it is actually pronounced it," Kyle. Well, trust me, if I'm an adult and I spell my name like that, I'm saying fuck it. I'm taking ownership of it and I'm rolling with it. All right, back to this. Mm. All right. Oh. Yeah, trough is no big deal. You meet nice people. little too nice. Uh, what is your all STL today handle? I don't even know what that is. Why is Langford on the Duncan jersey? You know, uh, Mo's algorithm was going to introduce himself as uh, "Who's Langford?" the other day, and I wish he would have. Uh, but uh, we get the "Who's Who's wearing the, Who's Langford in a Colton Wong jersey?" Uh, Duncan. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's Ray Langford. Hopefully, here in about a week, two weeks, they're naming Ray Langford as a member of the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame. Uh, shout out to Chris Duncan. Yeah, you know, uh, no. Uh, all joking aside, I hope Chris Duncan is healthy. I hope, uh, you know, they said he's going... Let me put it this way. I can sympathize with a gentleman going through some brain issues. I've got a family issue currently that's kind of in that same area. And I wish nothing but the best for him because what he's going through right now and uh, what he's gone through in the past is some serious stuff. A uh, speedy recovery for Dunk. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What else? Do we want to talk about anything else? I... I uh, I got way off the beaten track uh, path rather. Um, Cardinals rants asked me on Twitter a while back. Uh, oh, think the Cardinals were scouting Tampa Bay righties? I don't know. I think that the Cardinals probably have scouts at nearly every other team's games. I think sometimes we invest a little too much into it as we project, hoping for Chris Archer uh, more than anything. Uh, cards rants asked me: Will the Cards be more prone to use Gomber as a starter over Hicks because of the lack of left-handeders in the rotation? Uh, I wanted to I wanted to touch on this because one thing that I took away from hearing Mo talk, especially about Jordan Hicks and Alex Reyes, is I don't think they necessarily care about the lefty righty thing. I think what they're more concerned about is what opportunity presents itself. Uh, I think that if there's an immediate need, say Tyler Lyons get hurt, I think Austin Gomber slides into the bullpen, uh, especially if Ryan Sheriff isn't ready yet. Um I don't think that the left-handed, like having a lefty in the rotation, bears weight the way, and the, to the organization the way it does to fandom. Uh, Holy Shield asks, Fuck Mary Kill, Trevor Miller, Denny's Reyes, and Ron Valone. Now, I'm finding in these F Mary Kills that I like a pudgy dude. So give me that uh, uh, Denny's Reyes. I want to, I want to explore his Wonderland body, and uh, I'll marry that Valone. Uh, I'm going to the Memphis game this Friday. Who should I be most excited to see? Well, let me take a look and see who's going to be starting that game. Of course, that's very much in flux. Uh, but you want to, you're going to want to keep an eye on Randy or the entire outfield. Uh, maybe Tyler O'Neill will be there. We'll see. But Mercado, Jag, and Randy, you're going to want to keep an eye on. You'll have Schrock and Munoz more than likely at short and second base. You're going to want that. You're going to want to watch that. Yeah, I want. What I want you to do is, I want you to keep a close eye on Luke Voigt. That's what I would like for you to do. Keep a close eye on him because he's really, really striking the ball well. It's just right at people right now. Uh, and then Patrick Wisdom will probably be at third base, and Carson Kelly will probably be catching. Uh, depending on who the starter is, all nine players you're going to want to keep a close and tight eye on. Uh, yeah, like like Tom McCoy says, you, Randy, of course. But everyone there is uh, uh, everyone there is worth keeping an eye on. Who do you pick to lead off? I personally go Fam. I don't care. I I like Fam hitting two. Uh, I like Carp leading off. I guess I don't have a preference. This is what I know. I, I like as long as in the top three now because I've 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 succumbed to Dexter Fowler at the five hole. Uh, I just I want Carp, Fam, and Jose Martinez in that order. Or I, I guess Fam, Carp. Jose Martinez. I like the idea of Fam because of his speed being in front of Carp because Carp draws pitches and it gives Fam a better chance of steal. Uh, but I don't care. You know, I I've never bought into the narrative that Matt Carpenter can only lead off. But you know what? He's good leading off. So maybe your best bet is to just set him, stick him, and roll. Uh yeah. I think that's pretty much about about it. Do you ever want to fast forward to see how your favorite prospects do in the ML? Yeah. You know, especially you know. La- It's rare that I become so biased in regards to prospects like I am for Andrew Kisner, Randy Orozarena, and Ryan Helsley. And right now, I would kill to fast-forward two years into the future and see where they're at, see how they're doing. Uh, Absolutely. Two years ago, I wanted to fast-forward to show people that Luke Weaver was going to be fine. Last offseason, this prior offseason, I wanted to fast-forward to show people that Jack Flaherty was going to be fine. So, yeah, all the time. All the time. And I'll be honest, I I think about Alan Craig a lot when I think about prospects. You know, I was big on Alan Craig before they called him up. Huge. And then they called him up and he sucked. He was miserable. And I tried to stick with him, but I lost hope. And then he went back down to Memphis and was really, really great again. And then it took him a minute to get going. But he was great when he finally got going. You know, and it was kind of the same way with Tommy Pham. I love Tommy Pham. I was such a big fan of Tommy Pham. And then he came up. And he was pretty solid. And then he had a home run against Kershaw in the playoffs, which was incredible. Uh, and then he came up last, you know, two years ago, and he struck out 50% of the time. And you thought, well, I guess we'll throw Tommy Pham to the Wolves. And then spring training, he was terrible again. Uh, I bring all that up because, yeah, nearly every... Like Juan Yepez, I would kill to fast-forward three years into the future and see if this success that Juan Yepes is having is sustainable, if he's touching the majors, if he's even successful in... Springfield or Memphis. Yeah, so with all of these prospects, absolutely. Uh, I'd kill to press the fast-forward button. Some of these prospects, I'd like to press the rewind button. Uh, You should work in sports radio. You have it. Thank you, DeGarg. I appreciate that. Uh, You're wrong, but I appreciate it. Is Victor Roach any good? Monster oppo shot tonight. So, Victor Roach... Former first-round pick out of uh, by the Milwaukee Brewers, I believe, 28th overall. He's 26 years old. He's built bigger and stronger than Jag is, and you guys know that Jag is a muscle-bound maniac. Uh, he's got like a 40-pack abs. I feel like I should tweet out that picture because it's incredible. Uh, he has real power. He worked this offseason to uh, to he worked this offseason to change his swing, do the launch angle thing. He's hitting for power and we'll see where it goes. This is the one thing to keep in mind with Victor Roach is that he's in Springfield and a guy who's been in the league, the minor leagues, as long as he has with the pedigree that he has, uh, what he's doing in Springfield doesn't matter. All he's doing is working on a swing there. If he and when he makes a jump to AAA and he starts producing there, then it's worth talking about Victor Roach. Also, to be honest with you, I love the name Victor Roach. It's a cool name. I think it's the kind of thing that you can get behind for a major league player. I like that Victor Roach. He's a beast, man. He's a beast. Uh, I'm bigger on him than I am the Goatsman. Uh, Thoughts on Ramon Urias. So, uh, as Enchil told me, I wasn't watching the Springfield game earlier, but Ramon Urias had a big home run at Springfield. Uh, He's gotten off to a solid start at Springfield after struggling in limited duty at Memphis. Uh, What I will say is he should play well at Springfield. We'll see how he does after more than just a couple starts. Uh... But he is, you know, in the Mexican League, he raked. He was a shortstop at the Mexican League, I believe, since day one, when I was talking to uh, Alex Carrion Velo on Twitter. We both kind of agree that he's more of a second baseman than anything. By the way, I should, tweet out, I should retweet Alex because he's a great follow. And thanks to Google Translate, when he, uh, when, he, uh, when he tweets something in Spanish, you can kind of translate it. But he's a great follow for the Mexican League players and the Latin players. Uh, John Greco asked, "Is Yepes in Double A? No, he's in Single A, uh, not even Advanced A. Uh, Peoria. Uh, how do you feel about the play-by-play on Fox Sports Midwest for the Red Series? I was at the game on Sunday, and I had it muted on Friday when I watched because I was watching other games at the time, and I didn't get to watch on Saturday. Uh, I know my brother is not a big fan of Brad Thompson, uh, but I like Brad Thompson a lot." I think that Jim Edmonds is really good, and I think that Rick Ankiel is really good. And if the Cardinals could manage to keep those guys in the boot with Dan McLaughlin, then I think we will be fine. Uh, Periscope's for you just retweeted me. That's a weird thing. Uh, random Periscope every three minutes. Uh, Yepes will make the jump soon enough. Someone told me he might even skip high A. Yeah, Tom. Uh, uh, I guess that there's a chance. Uh let's see, Alex Cards asked oh oh uh Alex Chris asked me, old and going to bed, don't stay up too late, kids. Kyle, you are awesome at this. Thank you, Alex. Uh I just want to be remotely as good at this as you are at what you do, man. Uh tap my phone, bro. I thought Brad Thompson did great, someone says. Uh I like Brad Thompson. I, I like those other guys. Is Lane Thomas still raking? Uh, uh Stu Styles, who does our recaps over at Birds on the Black and does a great job. In concert with Cardinals gifts, getting those out to you. Uh, yeah, he is. As a matter of fact, he hit his seventh double tonight. That puts him second in the Texas League in doubles. Uh, he, last I checked, I should probably, I could probably pull it up, but uh, he was second in total bases as well, as well in the Midwest League. He's age-appropriate for the league. He's busting onto the scene. Lane Thomas, already more home runs this year than last, but also keep in mind, Lane Thomas was hurt last year, so it's not like... And granted... Not a whole lot of at-bats to have it, but it's also the difference in between playing in like the Florida State League and playing in the Texas League. So the numbers are naturally going to inflate because they're in a hitter's league with hitter's ballparks as opposed to a pitcher's league and pitcher's parks. Just keep that in mind. Uh, thanks for not talking shit about my boy. Uh, Ricky's mom, 69. I like the 69. What's up, Ricky's mom? Uh, miss the days of Al berating Dan. Al's gone soft. Al's never been good at this. Harrison Bader is doing better than expected, right? Really good and fun to watch. Kyle, can I get your autograph anytime you want, Gersh? So what I'll say about Bader, and I tweeted about it, the guy that he was at the draft was never anything more than a fourth outfielder peak, fifth outfielder likely. Uh, A really, really great organizational depth piece. And for what Harrison Bader has turned himself into through hard work and dedication— is incredible. That's why you should never undersell Harrison Bader. He he's quicker than he was. He gets a better first step. His arm is stronger. Uh, the plate discipline still is lacking a little bit. Although his limited numbers are good so far, I uh, I like that. That I like him a lot. I absolutely like him a lot, and I'm happy that he's gotten to where he's at. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, somebody gave me a super heart. I don't know what that is. Uh, What do you think about Gomber as a second lefty out of the bullpen this season? Andres, my thought is, uh, just like with all of the starting pitchers in the minor leagues, you wait till the very last minute to use them. What I think is that Cecil is going to be back in two weeks more than likely. And I think, I'm hoping Tyler Lyons is fine. I would still think that if Tyler Lyons goes down, you're looking at Ryan Sheriff. uh, But I want Austin Gomber in the major leagues as soon as possible because I want to see what happens. Uh, is Bader a better fourth outfielder than Gritchik? I think so. Better career or O'Neill or Bader? I'll say O'Neill, uh, based on like WRC plus. Uh, but maybe if you go war and defensive run save and all that stuff, you, you might be talking about Bader. I, this is what I know. Tyler O'Neill wasting away on the major league bench isn't doing anyone any good. It's not doing the Cardinals. It's not doing O'Neill. Uh, It's not doing the organization any good. Will Holland get back to his usual self? I thought Derek Holland looked really good yesterday. I thought he's put together a couple good uh, appearances in a row. Keep an eye on that. But yeah, he will. Uh, Bader's arm is underrated. I think Bader's arm is rated appropriately. I think most people view it as a good arm. I view it as above average, not quite good or great. I think if there's one thing we're underrating, it's his speed and athleticism. Did I say Derek Holland again? Holy shilt. Every time I, I say, I mean to say Greg Holland and I say Derek Holland, it's the left handed thing. I'm always immediately thinking of left handers. Uh, we need more infield power in the system. You're right, but take a step back and think about how hard it is to develop power uh, that translates to the major leagues, and then also think about how hard it is to develop power on the infield that translates to the major leagues. I bet you 20 to 25 organizations uh, in baseball are saying the same thing. Holland's ball was dancing the other day. Needs time to give it a, a needs time. Don't give up yet. I agree. Uh, Derek Holland and Edwin Jackson had an epic duel. Never forget. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that, uh, that 2011 World Series is the greatest thing to ever happen to St. Louis. How long until the Cubs suck again? Great question. Uh, hopefully tomorrow. I'd love to move Fowler and put Bader in right field full-time. Again, I know people turn on Dexter Fowler. I like Dexter Fowler. And I get the the prospect intrigue in Harrison Bader. Uh, let's, you know, it's April 23rd. We're a month into the season almost. Let's just give it a little bit of time. Let's see how it goes. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like Dexter Fowler. I don't get it. I just... There's enough options that you can still be patient and see how things develop. Uh, Mercado, Gomber, or Machado. Mercado, Gomber for Machado, done. I don't think. Oh, man. I don't think the O's would do that. I think the Cardinals might consider it. I would hate to get rid of Austin Gomber. I'm such a Gomber homer. Uh, Fowler's OBP is crazy for a guy hitting below 200. Again, but nobody cares about OBP. Right now, Dexter Fowler is just a fun guy to beat up on. Fowler had four walks yesterday, yeah, uh, I'd like De- I like Dex, but I'd move him. John Greco says, yeah. I, I, and I get that, trust me. I mean, you see the contract, you think the Cardinals have a surplus of outfielders, but none of them have proven that they can do it the way that Dexter can, and uh, I'll tell you what, from a personal standpoint, there aren't too many guys worth liking the way that it's worth liking Dexter Fowler. Uh, that smile is worth every penny. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh uh, oh, yeah, for real, Dexter Fowler, he's a charming fellow. Uh, no one's taking Fowler, Napa really says. I disagree with you. If there's one thing the trade of Mike Leak proved, it's that uh, somebody would. Kyle has had 2,000 total viewers, LOL. Uh, Fowler needs to give up his lead off aspirations and just be a 5 or 6 hole hitter. I'd be fine with that. Uh, no one's taking Hayward. I agree with that. I think, But that's like, Hayward's twice the contract and half as much... Like, actual production. I know Defensive War will tell you something different, but I'll take Dexter Fowler at a, at a, the same contract over Jason Hayward any day of the week. And I would definitely take Dexter Fowler at a reduced contract over Jason Hayward any day of the week. Uh, GM Gersh, true dat. Whatever you said, GM Gersh, true dat. I'm going to take a drink. Mmm. Uh, Tom McCoy says, Does anyone know if Dex wants to lead off? So apparently there was a quote today. I don't know the context. All I can tell you is my summarized version of the quote that I saw on a tweet. Uh, he was upset that no one is telling him, like, there isn't communication there. They're not telling him where he's going to hit. They just put him in the lineup, and he's a little upset that there isn't any communication. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So, um, I think he's frustrated with that. I think I think he wants to lead off because that's where he feels comfortable, but I think he'll hit anywhere as long as he's the message is being conveyed to him. Gant, Waka... Mercado for Machado. I don't think the Cardinals would do that. Um, I don't think the Cardinals would do that. Whether I would do it or not is pointless. I just don't think the Cardinals would do it. I think Moe's algorithm came up with the closest one. He said, uh, Helsley, Hudson, and Jerko for Machado. Now, I think more than likely, you would have to be like, Helsley or Hudson with Gant, and probably Colton Wong, although they have Jonathan Shoup. Uh, But I think that would be more than likely. Not trading any assets for a rental, John Greco, and that's what I was saying in the direct message, the group message as well. Uh, The Cardinals just don't do that because six, seven war players, fine and dandy, although the advanced metrics, if you want to go full-on advanced metrics, show that uh, 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 Manny Machado is a terrible shortstop so far this year. Um, The Cardinals value control over war. Never forget that. Uh, somebody asked, Kramer update my favorite Palm Beacher. Uh, you know, so Kramer is not taking very many pitches. Uh, our boy struggled a little bit. I'll give you the stat line for Kramer Robertson. Uh, his average is 236. His on-base percentage is 317. Uh, and he's struggling a little bit. But just give him a little time. Again, keep in mind that the Florida State League is not an easy league for hitters. Uh, Oftentimes, you'll see the ball blowing out to right field, so lefties have a little bit of an advantage. Just know that it's not an easy league for hitters. More than likely, if he was back in Peoria, he'd be at like 280, 330, and we'd be talking in a positive manner. Uh, Any prospects for prospect steals you would like to see? Uh, Unfiltered anal. Thanks for joining our little little extravaganza. Um, I just wanted to say unfiltered anal. Uh, No. I I can't stress it enough. The prospect for prospect trade never happens. If it happens, it's it's the most rare of rarefied error. Uh, So don't even focus on it. It's a waste of time to even think about it. Uh, Machado is not overrated. Did anyone say he was overrated? Did I say that? Uh, i trade my right testicle for a signed Machado. The key being there, uh, right testicle. No, the key being there is signed Machado. I wouldn't trade him. I wouldn't. I would give my left testicle, I'm left-handed, I think the left one's more important, I'm not 100% sure if it's true or why, uh, but I would give I would give multiple testicles, uh, it, and I only have two, some people have three, good for them, show-offs if you ask me, uh, but I would give both of those things for a signed, sealed, and delivered Machado, but without the contract, I'm not giving up very much. Uh, somebody says, mini Machado is a stud, I agree. Uh, Degard says his Monday is done. Great show, Kyle. Thanks. Degard, thanks for playing along, uh, as always, to everyone. Uh, i take another deal like Gonzalez for O'Neal. Yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't say that that was prospect for prospect. That's a different world. You know, uh, Marco Gonzalez had pitched in almost parts of three seasons, uh, and Tyler O'Neal was a de- somewhat declining asset for a team that had done damage to prospects in the past. And uh, we're trying to get as much value as they could for them, playing against what their past history had proven true. Machado and Tavares and STL next year. Uh, Waka Wong Mercado for Josh D. Uh, GM Gersh. I'm glad you bring that up. I think right now we all need to hit the brakes on Josh Donaldson a little bit. I uh, I don't think. That I would go anywhere near Josh Donaldson until he proves that that shoulder is fine. I'm not worried about it personally, but I want to see it. Uh, Marco pitched in 13 World Series, is that right? Uh, yeah, he pitched. Uh, he pitches the lefty reliever. Was it the 13 World Series? Why did I think that that was the? No, that would have been the uh, the 2014 CS against the Giants, not the World Series in 13. Somebody's gonna have to look that up. Uh, yeah, the 14 playoffs, that's right. Hard pass on Donaldson, maybe John Greco. Also, the Blue Jays are doing well. They're not trading him if they keep it up. As long as the the Blue Jays are around the wild card, they're not going to trade Josh Donaldson. Uh, if the Orioles climb back into the wild card spot, they're not going to trade Manny Machado. And it's still early. Anything could happen. Drink. Oh, God, that fucking is incredible. Uh, he pitched well versus the Dodgers in the playoffs. That was a long time ago, wasn't it? Uh, rank our outfield prospects. Well, I don't consider... I'm, I'm going to take Harrison Bader out of it. I'm going to have to do the work, but I think Harrison Bader is past rookie eligibility. I'll say Tyler O'Neill, Randy Rosarena, Jose Adoles Garcia, uh, Oscar Mercado, Dylan Carlson, Lane Thomas. And then that's as far as I'm going. Uh, Christian Villanueva, apparently with Holy uh, uh, Schilt saying his name, there's probably a really good sign that uh, uh, Christian Villanueva did something good again. GM Gersh asks, do you think Kershaw leaves the Dodgers this offseason? I don't know what to think. Uh, In this offseason, I asked people who would they rather sign if they were all free agents, if the contracts were all the same, Machado, Harper, or Kershaw. Everyone said Machado for the most part. Uh, Machado has never had over 100 RBIs in six full seasons. John Greco, what I'll say to that is RBIs are kind of a tainted stat. I think most people can agree on that. Uh, I am, you know, granted it would be nice to see the 100 RBI by his, by his name, but I don't think it matters or means as much uh, as it used to. Matt Chapman and Seth Manea, oh, I would love that. I would love Matt Chapman and Seth Manea with the birds on the bat. Uh, give me Kershaw Shout. I love Lance. By the way, uh, Adam, it was great talking it over with you yesterday. It's great seeing you this weekend. Like I said, if you and Rusty ever like make plans to go to a Cardinal game, hit me up, and I, I'd, love to, I'd love to come hang out with you guys. Um, I love Kershaw. To be honest with you, I think if it came down to Kershaw, Machado, and, and Harper, I might, I might take Kershaw. It just depends on on it. Moe's algorithm says LOL RBIs. Look, RBIs, my my thought about a lot of those stats that the advanced metric guys just blow off completely is if it matters to the players, then it should matter. Now, we should all keep it in context that RBIs is a tainted stat. Runs are a tainted stat. Uh, Hits, errors, they're all tainted stats. But they matter to the players. And granted, in 10 years that might change as the next generation that is used to the sabermetric revolution becomes baseball players. But it matters to the players. You know, talking to the Hicks family, if you want to tell him that that win on Saturday doesn't matter, you're out of your fucking mind. That's ignorant, and it's one way of thinking. If it matters to the players, it matters. Don't ever discount that. Because, sure, it's fun to take the person out of sports so that you can get the most analytically driven answers, uh, but there's still persons in sports. Um, Munoz hit a bomb today. Yeah, yeah, Munoz hit a bomb. Uh, Urias hit a home run. Uh, the Cardinals' minor league bats are hitting. As a matter of fact, that is a trend league, minor league-wide, the hitting. Some pretty some pretty impressive numbers getting put up. As I talked with Zach Gifford over the weekend, it's almost like that ball that was in baseball last year has found its way to the minor leagues. Uh, did you see Brian Kenney saying that errors shouldn't matter anymore? Yeah, we talked about it in, in one of the group chats. And, uh, you know... Uh, is a 780... We'll get to the error thing. Is a 782 OBS, OPS good? It's it's average below. Like Ideally, you want everyone to be right around 800. Uh, is Munoz going to hit an MLB? His stint this year was not pretty. Yeah, but again, that's what happens when you use a guy who still needs development time in a very limited and part-time role. Uh, you saw it at the end of spring training. We talked about it on all these periscopes with, with Muno's that he was getting beat low and outside. Uh, he needs development getting back to the error thing uh, look, it, it's fun to be cutting edge it's fun to think ahead I it, get rid of the error there needs to be a different classification for this, I I hate this this mindset that everything is either good or bad like, errors are bad no errors are good, no errors are wrong, no errors are right come on, be smarter than that find the middle ground you know, user rating is stupid. Defensive run saved is stupid. But it serves a point. You know, the more research they do, the more they find that all of that stuff is wrong. That it, it's, it's just as miscategorized as errors are. Let's continue to work to find out what the best metric is. Let's continue to work. But let's utilize all this information that is on our fingertips to create a stat to create a picture. You know, it's like when you go outside, I could say that the sky's blue, but if I don't tell you that I can't see the sky because there's trees in the way and the sun's shining and there's clouds out there, you don't have the full picture. Let's take everything, put it on the canvas, and let the picture paint itself. You know, if I see a guy who has 36 errors, but you're telling me his user rating is the best in baseball, well, that tells me that he's pretty damn good regardless of errors. But if I see a guy who has five errors, who doesn't get to anything, then he's not good at his position. Take all of the information you have and let the information create the picture. Don't say one area is bad and the other one is great. When someone else is going to say the other thing, just let the picture paint itself. I like the idea of getting a solid vet to anchor our lineup. Uh, I, think the, I think that they have a couple of veteran anchors between Ozuna and uh, J, uh, J-Mart. And I like the middle of the lineup. Uh really says stats are all about knowing what they tell you. Yeah, that's part of it for sure. You know, just I just don't think I don't think it's productive to say certain stats don't matter. I think data is important and I think it all helps paint pictures. Pretty sure Matt Adams was errorless in left field. But I'm glad you bring that up because it proves my point that errorless, user rating, defensive runs saved, all of that aside, left field is where you put your worst Fielder, you put your worst fielder there. That that is tried and true. I don't care what you think. You bury your worst fielder out in left field. First base is the second option for where you bury, and your wor- or first base is your second option for where you bury your worst fielder. Uh, and then you you try to be as good everywhere else as possible. Uh, any chance of a better camera angle now that you're famous? No, no. No, Mr. Thiessen, no camera angles. Uh, as a matter of fact, the best camera angle of me is one where the camera is not pointed at me. Aren't I sleepy? Yes, I'm sleepy. I want to go to bed, but we're having great conversation. If I drink that much shine, I'd be uh, viral already. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, I'm a professional. So why does STL put their GG outfielder in left field? Uh, well, Moe's, you know the answer to that. It's because when they went... To Dexter Fowler, they decided to go with the person instead of the analytics. They went to Dexter Fowler, and if you've listened to John Mazelak, he says, we went to Dexter, we said Do you want to play, we asked him about, we told him our plan was to put FAM in center. We asked him if he'd rather play left or right. And they, uh, they, he said he wanted to play right field, so they put him in right. And that goes back to my point about the statistics, and mattering and not mattering, they're catering to their people. They're catering to their people. So Fowler goes to to right because that's where he wants to go. And uh, Ozuna goes to left. Uh, Plus, Ozuna's arm is not great at the moment. That's another thing. Uh, By the way, I would love to see, because Fowler's arm isn't good either, I would love to see a compromised Ozuna throw against uh, 100% Dexter Fowler and see how they they line up. Uh, Is Plummer doing anything? No. I'll tell you what. I'm impressed by how many people are concerned about Nick Plummer. Uh, everyone, We get a lot of questions about Nick Plummer. We get a lot of questions about uh, uh, about Yepes. Uh, I like that. Is it hard to learn right field when you're used to left field? Look, I can only speak for myself and high school and a little bit of college. Uh, no. No, a corner is a corner. You know, some guys read the ball better off of the bat in one corner than the other. Uh, this is what I know just from my own experience, which is bullshit experience. Uh Center field's tough because if a ball's hit, it, balls are hard to read. Is Tommy Hedman still on Hall of Fame or MVP pace? Yes, sir. Yeah, he played third base today, and uh, all the returns for him moving around the infield have been positive. Uh, do you think Ozuna's yellow arm sleeve drives BD3 insane? Oh, Oh, god. I wish I would have asked that question. Oh my god. Oh yes, I 100% believe it drives him insane. Uh. By the way, oh, Aaron Johnson. Hey, Aaron, uh, the dude that comments way too much on your Dirty 30. No, so Aaron, I appreciate you commenting. I wish everyone would comment on our little uh, our little um, uh, forum there at Birds on the Black. I wish the forum at Birds on the Black was better than what it was. But Aaron, I appreciate you joining us. I'm sorry I didn't respond to your last couple of answers. I haven't had time to get on the website today. It was the first time I got on in, honestly, about a month. Uh, will wisdom come up this year? I don't believe so. There's a lot of obstacles in his way. Uh, somebody says, go Cards, go Cards. Uh, I'm not even old school, and that sleeve low key drives me insane, not really says. You know, I don't even think about it. I'm the worst. Oh, the other thing that to take from the Bill DeWitt interview uh, over yesterday was he mentioned that they're thinking about going back to the powder blues in some capacity for all of you uh, 40 to 50-somethings who love the Cardinals of the 80s. Who's the next Kyle Reese show guest? Uh, We're going to play it by ear. We're going to play it by ear. We're going to see how it goes. Hopefully, uh, look, so the thing you need to understand about the Birds on the Black crew is that they're, other than that they're incredible, uh, is that, you know, a little behind the scenes. Tara Wellman reached out to a contact that she had, and uh, she's trying to hook me up with some other interviews. Uh, And God, that's so damn humbling. And that makes me feel so good. And uh, hopefully we can bring you some more. Uh, I watched, oh, uh, Ryan uh, Margold says hashtag Blue Hats. I asked about the Blue Hats. Yes, sir, I did. Uh, And my vote was duly noted, but it's not going to happen. Bill DeWitt just kind of blew it off. Uh, Seems that the Langford jersey is the permanent, yeah. If we get powder blues occasionally and blue hats regularly, I'm good for life. Me too. Who doesn't love the powder blues? I'm wishy-washy on them because I just don't care. Uh, Graham says, hi, hi, Graham. I think we need to trade wrong and get a better second baseman. I don't know if that's a a Freudian slip or not, uh, but, uh, yeah, maybe. You know, I think more than likely the internal options are the better options in the Cardinals' minds. Graham says Jed Lowry. Graham loves that Jed Lowry. All right, how are we doing on time? I feel like we've been at this for a while. Uh, I think we're already on like an hour and 40 minutes. Uh, This is what we're going to do. This is how much moonshine I have. This is how much moonshine I drink. I drink about half of this thing. I'm feeling it. It's starting to kick in a little bit, which is time for me to get off of this. Uh, are there any rule changes MLB could make to incentivize base stealing more? Aaron, that's a great question. Uh, I don't think so. And I don't really care. I'm not a base stealing guy. I saw a trade poll today. Machado for Jerko, Husley and Hudson. We talked about that. Uh, Will Hicks return to being a starter? John Greco, The only, I think... Most said it's very much in flux. I think that the only way it happens is if he struggles. Uh, And then he gets... If if Hicks ends up being sent down to the minors because of struggle, that's the only way he's going to be a starter in the near future. Uh, That's it. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I am watching you in the library, and people are asking why I'm looking at a bearded man. Brian... Tell him you're looking at a bearded man, because this bearded man makes love with his mouth to a periscope. Don't tell him that. As a matter of fact, don't say that. What I would say to them is, mind your own business, I'm trying to study what not to be in life. If you are watching, you're part of the resistance, we'll get to that, uh, uh, Eric here, I, and Mr. Thomas here in just a little bit. Ben Saruti's article made me want the cards to dump money on Harper. Uh, I agree. It was a nice, by the way, shout out to Ben Saruti, who, uh, who, uh chimed in. He was a pinch hitter over at birds on the black. I'll reach out to Cardinals gifts. If you want to do that, uh, Carrie asks, what's the resistance joke? Well, Carrie, there's something you need to know about me. My name is Kyle Reese in 1985. A little movie called Terminator came out. I was born in 1986 in the movie in 1985. A gentleman by the name of Kyle Reese goes back in time, seeks out a woman named Sarah Connor impregnates her with john connor and uh they had this little thing about the resistance so that's what that joke is from it's a little inside joke about my name Uh, i got my name from the terminator movies my parents thought that they were clever uh it turns out they're just kind of brain dead uh that's it all right so here it is a drink to all of you for participating in just another fantastic and uh great periscope uh you are all fantastic uh my drink, as always, the last drink of the night, and this is a hell of a shot of moonshine, is to you. Ha ha! No! Oh. says he was named after a hockey player that got traded two weeks after he was born. I like that. Uh, that's the ultimate jinx. All right, so... Uh, for everybody at Birds on the Black, stay tuned. They've got amazing things for you. As a matter of fact, Alex Christopholi just wrote a short... That you're going to want to read. I only skimmed it. It was fantastic. Uh, Peace out to everyone. As we like to say. Stick to Birds on the Black for more great stuff. If you watch this. Then you are part of the resistance. I love each and every one of you. And happy motherfucking hunting.